When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Off the Rails show on the Earn 5-Star Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Bowles, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at OneFootDown.com. And good morning. How you doing? Have a great day. Um, just uh, wanted to get uh, just another little piece of potting out to all of you guys this week. Um, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the, the double pod that we finally got to uh, for the season. Uh, schedule-wise, it has not been easy, but we're trying to make some of that happen. And again, I've, I've been trying to... Uh, put out just a little bit more. I don't know if you guys really care or not, but, uh, you know, maybe a little something for that, those Saturday morning chores, or maybe you're driving to Notre Dame and, uh, need something more fun to listen to. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, definitely wanted to do one this week. And I had, I had a topic that, that I had been, you know, banging around for, oh, maybe about a week and a half, two weeks. And then when I kind of came up with my answer, I thought a topic was that was a question. And when I came up, came up with my own answer, I kind of dove into that just a little, little bit more. And for some reason or another, uh, just it, it was like an epiphany uh, that the that I didn't know that I didn't think about this before. Like I can't believe I didn't think about this before. So. Notre Dame, of course, hosts Central Michigan today, uh, and uh, Central Michigan of the MAC persuasion, uh, losers 
to Eastern Michigan uh, last year to uh, to cough up that Michigan Mac trophy, that gorgeous Michigan Mac trophy uh, that is now sitting inside the I think the Gervin Center uh, in Ypsilanti. But <laughs> to start off with, uh, as most of you know, uh, this show, One Foot Down itself, uh, very Mac centric, very very very. Uh, I went to Eastern Michigan. Brendan went to Central Michigan. Uh, there is Western Michigan love. Lauren went to Kent, uh, Kent State. Um, our uh, our late friend Brad Wechter went to Miami, Ohio. Uh, there is a there's a lot of lot of Maction blood flowing through the veins of of you know this podcast and uh, and of the website over the years. Um, so lots of love to the Mac. I I I really really love that conference. And my time at Eastern Michigan was in the mid-90s, um, which wasn't a particularly great era of football in the conference. Um, but there was certainly you know, a, a steady flow of good players, um, and it was really a great time for basketball. I think, I've, I think it was Tim O'Malley, um, and it was just like a conversation on Twitter or, or maybe DMs or something. I can't remember. But just listen off like the great – Mac basketball players of the of the mid nine you know of the nineties early early late nineties it was just it's, it was incredible how much talent was in that conference um, again I was I w- when I was at Eastern Michigan it was uh, the most well known player that people know would be Earl Boykins uh, my favorite was Derek Dial um, but you know Inky J Zublu uh, Mick Panisi and these are you know all Eastern guys uh, Todd Beaton shout out to uh, the rest of my Todd Beaton fan club. Uh, <laughs> but you know, within that conference too, you had Bonzi Wells, Antonio McDaniel's, Gary Trent, uh, I, Wally Zerbe. I just the, there was a lot. There's just a ton of player of guys that could ball in that conference, and it was a lot of fun. So, anyways, I have a lot of respect for the Mac. I will not do any Mac trashing. Um, if Notre Dame wants to schedule up a Mac school every year, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Just as long as they don't schedule up two service academies as well. Um, you know, we got to, we got to keep the appearances a little more correct. But my point today was, and my, the question I was going to ask everybody was like, you know, I, you know, I, we follow Mac football fairly closely. So, you know, who are some of your favorite Mac football players, you know, maybe over the last decade or two decades or last three decades or, or whatever. Um, like if you're a Kent state guy, or or lady, <laughs> obviously with Lauren, um, you know. There's just like there was so many players that came through there. Um, it's uh, not to mention uh, Nick Saban, but uh, you know Jack Lambert, probably one of the you know one of the all time all times, uh, you know a Kent State guy. So I just it's it was a co- it's a conference that has been has filled the NFL uh, with a, with a lot of really good talent uh, over the years, and I was just you know really curious and wanted people to come into the comment section after of the, uh, on the site where the show is going to be at. Uh, just kind of tell me who, you know, who some of yours are. Maybe you're not a Mac person and have no idea who plays in the conference or who's even really in the conference. And I, uh, highly suggest maybe you change that uh, at some point. Uh, but you know, you do drop those lines, but my answer to the, all this was, going to be a player from my time. Like who, who is a Mac player that I would want 
that I wish was on Notre Dame that played for Notre Dame during that time frame. And while there is a long list of, of, of great options and, you know, like I say with a lot of things with, with fandom, like within my own fandom, you know, so I'm talking like 1987, 1988 up to now, you know, like which, which Mac players, you know, which Mac player would I want to play at Notre Dame during that time? And it ended up being pretty quick that I took former Eastern Michigan quarterback, Charlie Batch. He was the quarterback at Eastern when I was there. And I didn't, I never really thought about it before, but that is the exact years that Ron Paulus was the quarterback at Notre Dame. And here's what's interesting. I, I, and I find this, I find this fascinating now. I mean, I, Batch was my answer, and I was going to have some fun with some other stuff. And then I started thinking, okay, yeah, Ron Paulus was the quarterback during Notre Dame from 94 to 97. I'm like, oh, that's right. They went into the draft at the same time. Wait a minute. And then things started lining up. Like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> like, honestly. Uh, Charlie Batch, who played 15 seasons in the NFL uh, after his time at Eastern Michigan, is from uh, Mud Hall, Pennsylvania which is just outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, and we all know that um, Paulus is from Berwick, Pennsylvania, which is, you know, if you don't know where that's at, that's on the eastern side of the state, um, probably more towards like like Wilkes Bar, uh, Allentown, Scranton, you know, that kind of area. Um, but but Munhall is right outside. I mean, that is Pittsburgh, basically. And I just find it fascinating the difference in careers that these two had. Um, you know, Paulus was one of the most decorated high school players of the de- day. We all know um, the Beano Cook. This kid's going to win two Heisman things. You know, I was, you know, I was first started as freshman year at Notre Dame, but the hype was strong for Paulus while he was being recruited, which was a big thing in the early '90s. So, you know, you you only heard about the creme de la creme. I mean, the creme de la creme back then, you know, casually from people. Uh, it's not like it is now where you, you hear, a, you know, a billion names uh, because of all the recruiting service sites. But, you know, Paulus was it. But it's just fascinating to me that Notre Dame had a, they kept driving past Pittsburgh and Munhall uh, to get to Berwick, to get Ron Paulus. I mean, you're like, they're right there. He was right there. And the differences in the and Charlie Batch was like I said he played 15 seasons in the NFL. He was drafted in the second round. I think he was oh I I, I check his Wikipedia. Um, he was the 60th pick overall uh, in the second round of the '98 draft. Ron Palace undrafted. Um, Batch spent his first three seasons with Detroit, and then uh, they spent the rest of the time uh, up to 2012 with the Steelers. Uh, won a couple of Super Bowls while he was there. Uh, you know, Ron Paulus went to – he played for Amsterdam in the NFL Europe. It might have been the World League then. Um, I think it was the World League. Maybe not. But uh, it's just it, – swap him out. Swap him out. Now, Batch did have some injury issues. Now, you know, of course, that's how Paulus's whole career started in Notre Dame was, was really 93, um, right? You know, he was 
we thought he people thought he was going to be the starter as a freshman, and that was kind of the expectation that he was going to be. Uh, breaks a collarbone, and then it's uh, Kevin McDougal, which which then spawns a Kevin McDougal cult following uh, over the years. Um, but I mean, these guys are. I mean, they were born in the same year. Batch and Batch and uh, Paulus were both both born in '74. I mean, the, you know, you're only three hours apart in the same state. Uh, Batch goes to a school that is uh, really at the time, you know, I mean, honestly, at that time, it was not you. The top rival for Notre Dame at that time was Michigan. And, you know, Ypsilanti is basically attached at the hip to Ann Arbor. And it's just it's, so it's just kind of fascinating. Like I, so, I was like, yeah, you know, Charlie Batch. It kind of like almost jokingly in my head, like I'll take him over whatever we had. And it turned out to be Paulus, which was like again the name of names when we were recruiting him. Um, and then throughout that time frame, but Batch had a, a just a stellar career while he was in Ypsilanti, but he only had two full seasons. His um, I can't remember what happened. Just early in his career, but I know, but in, in 96, which was my freshman year, um, he b- broke his ankle or, or something like that, uh, against Temple at home. And I think it was first, second game of the season, whatever it was. And, you know, that was it. But then he came back for his final season, um, and had almost the exact same stats he had as a sophomore, almost the exact same, um, you know, where he's thrown over, you know, 3000 yards, um, 23 touchdowns, I mean, the guy was good, clearly good, and clearly good enough to be, you know, picked in the second round of the draft. Whereas Paulus, little different career. I mean, and it's you don't really want to compare them, right? Like Eastern Michigan, who are they playing? Who's Notre Dame playing in the, in the '90s? Obviously, the the uh, the competition level was a little different, but uh, but at the same time, so was the talent level, the talent that Batch had to work with compared to the talent that Paulus had, you know, had to work with. So again, you know, I would just say my question was going to be, you know, pick a Mac player, pick your favorite Mac player and plug him into Notre Dame during that time frame. Um, and though know, there's all sorts of great options and I, and I instantly just thought back to my own time um, at Eastern and, th- and Charlie Batch, who's, you know, maybe the face of the Eastern Michigan football program in my eyes for, um, for many reasons, uh, which is kind of slowly turning over to Chris Creighton just because of what he's done as a head coach over the last, uh, God, is it seven, eight years now? Uh, we are in the golden era of Eastern Michigan football right now, which is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I took batch and kind of unknowingly, you know, it was the exact same years as when Palace was quarterback at Notre Dame. And I, so I just been spinning that around my brain for like the last few hours. Like what if it was Charlie Batch instead of uh, Ron Palace at Notre Dame? And just the, oh God, just the fact that again, and I bring up Bingo Cook, who is a Pittsburgh guy, but like Palace was the guy that he leaned on and, and Batch was sitting there that whole time. Charlie Batch, y'all. Charlie friggin' Batch. So anyways, just wanted to bring that up. And again, if you got some time this morning doing your chores, or maybe you're listening to this, I mean, this podcast after, you know, after the game or, 
or or whatever, you know, hop over to the comment section. Tell me who your favorite Mac player is. Who would you plug in at Notre Dame during, you know, from their time uh, inside the Mac? Um, you know, Greg Jennings is another great answer from Western Michigan. Um, you know, there's been all sorts of great uh, Mac quarterbacks. There's been definitely some some awesome skill talent there, but just you know, just kind of one of those fun things I wanted to put out because of how Mac centric we are uh, here on the Earn Five Star Podcast and over at One Foot Down, uh, and you can crown me the the internet's biggest Charlie Batch fan. Always have been. Um, yeah, I got into. I mean, I had a I had a bet. Uh, my freshman year, like day one, day one, moving in, and just the guys on the floor, you're getting to know everybody on in your, on your dorm on the floor, and we started talking about football, and and uh, I, I you know I knew knew a batch then even, and I spouted off something about about the NFL, and and. They thought I was just full of shit, just absolutely full of shit. And to be honest, to be truthful, probably was full of shit. Maybe I was just running my mouth just off of a one season in a Mac uh, thing, you know, kind of a thing. But, you know, yeah, I ran my mouth a little bit and, you know, whatever. But I had guaranteed them that, he, that he'd be an NFL quarterback and blah, 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 blah. And it turns out I, I ended up being right. It kind of feels like I was right by accident in a way, but I was right. Um but yeah, I mean, go ahead and swap me out. Swap me Charlie Batch and uh, Ron Paulus and uh, see what happens there. So that was, I mean, and that was really it. Just have that fun with that thought exercise. I don't have a whole lot more for you guys today, but have fun with that thought exercise for a minute. Um, but I do have a nice little fun surprise, right? So Jack Valor snuck on the podcast the other day and stole Brendan's glory um, to get your your Central Michigan preview. Well, because I get a chance to do this, and Jack doesn't know about it, I get to plug that in. So for your listening pleasure, uh, here is the Chief Inspector, Brendan McAlinden, uh, on the ones and twos, dropping his knowledge about the, uh, about the Central Michigan Chippewas and kind of uh, what, he, what he predicts what's going to happen today. So listen to that. And then, uh, then we'll see you guys on this podcast. We never know what day, uh, but we'll be doing the uh, the review, and then we'll have a preview of uh, of the big game against Ohio State coming up. Uh, but as a reminder, everyone, get on over to Apple Podcasts, leave that rating, leave a review, and a review that you leave, we will read word for word on the next Earn Five Star Podcast. So make sure you do that. Still your mom's phone, your girlfriend's phone, your brother's phone, your neighbor's phone, whoever's, and download the get us the downloads, y'all. We'll we will take all the downloads we can get. Um, because we're 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 greedy download horrors right now. And that's fine. That's fine. Right? We're supposed to be. That's fine. So do that for me. I appreciate it. And uh so yeah, here's Brendan. Check it out. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So as you know, I attended Central Michigan University. I just took my children up there to visit the campus, see the stadium, uh, buy some apparel. Um, so I, I, I love Central Michigan. Watch their football games. Um, I was there in 2006 in the stadium when uh, Brian Kelly's Central Michigan Chippewa squad and Dan LaFever almost pulled the upset over Boston College and Matty Ice. Uh, kicked out of the stadium in the first half, yelling, fuck Doug Flutie, was let back in uh, through the other entrance, uh, came back in and, and cheered till the, the final interception, um, you know, with the last minute as they were driving. So I follow Central Michigan, watch the games. So it pains me to say this, but boys, Central Michigan stinks, like capital S stinks. And it, it's painful because this program in the early to mid-2000s was one of the best in the MAC conference. And to see how far they've fallen is an indictment on this administration and specifically for their hiring of this coaching staff and uh, Jim McElwain specifically. So as you know, the MAC conference, or maybe you don't know, the MAC conference is actually a cradle of co- coaches. That's kind of what they're more, most famous for, is they put more Power 5 coaches out into football than any of the other um, group of five schools. And Central Michigan was no exception, right? You had Brian Kelly and Butch Jones, and they, they, they put guys into major college football. And the decision from the administration to stray away from trying to find the next big thing and to instead go to a Florida retread who is best known for failing at Florida and having carnal relations with an aquatic animal, you know, the shark, uh, he denies it, but I mean, the picture's right there, Jim. You can see it. That's you. You're humping that shark. That's y- your naked body and your bare ass. You're humping that shark. Don't deny it, Jim McElwain. So when they made the hire of Jim McElwain, I-, I was very skeptical because why in the cradle of coaches would you hire a retread? And it sort of played out that way. This Central Michigan team is a far cry from the team in 2009 that won double digits and beat Michigan State. This team is abysmal. They have a 
you know, the starting best wide receiver is a converted cornerback. It normally goes the other way around, right? Because cornerbacks are are uh, wide receivers who can't catch. Well, now they have the 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 the, the wide res- the wide receiver who can't catch came back to play wide receiver again. That's great, fantastic. Um, but the entire offense moves around, and I think my largest issue with this team as a whole. Um, goes to Big Bert Emanuel. He is a large quarterback. Um, big athlete is, I think, the nice way of putting it. He's a sub-50% passer. He's 50% on the year. But when they got in a shootout last week against FCS opponent New Hampshire, uh, Wolf needed a field goal as time expired to beat that, um, he was sub-50% passing. He can't throw the football. You watch him throw the football, and it is strenuous to see him try and complete passes. Uh, he can run the football, I guess, but that's that's mostly because the level of competition that they played, you know, in, in which he's found success hasn't been that high. He played a, a Michigan State team in week one, and then he played um, an FCS opponent. That's not going to get it done against Notre Dame. And, and the recipe just as a whole for the big quarterback at a Mac school is patently absurd. Every Mac school that has ever found success and pulled upsets against uh, Power 5 teams or had double-digit winning seasons, they've done so with these mobile quarterbacks, maybe a little undersized, that are highly accurate. You know, uh, Zach Terrell took Western Michigan to the BCS, right? 70% completion kid. Uh, Dan LaFever at uh, Central Michigan. Logan Woodside at Toledo, both under Jason Campbell, right? Uh, cradle of uh, coaches. And under uh, Jason Candle. Um, they've, they've had a recipe in the MAC for years. It's these accurate quarterbacks that can just dart you and beat you. That's not what McElwain's trying. He's trying to, to, to create this team with a big mobile quarterback, which you see, you know, Mississippi State's done it. You saw, uh, you know, Cam Newton's sort of it, but he was significantly more accurate. That that works when you have big, fast offensive linemen. But but Central Michigan can't recruit big offensive line, big fast offensive linemen. They just get big offensive linemen. You know, they've had first round picks and like an Eric Fisher. You're getting sort of the same kind of like farm raised guys that you get at like a Minnesota or a Wisconsin or an Iowa at Central Michigan, albeit a step down. So to try and run this offense with a big quarterback in this league is is insane to me. And and now he's going to come into Notre Dame Stadium and, and all of his comments leading up to the week are just like, golly gee shucks, we're just happy to be here. And it's like, you can't go into a football game already expecting the L and hope to come out of it looking good, right? This team has already lost the football game based off of the coach's comments before the game's even snapped. And that's not even... Taking into account the difference in talent just between the two rosters, you as a head coach need to go out there and and show that you have confidence in your team that you're going to do, you know, pull off the upset, not gee golly whiz, we're excited to be here. This is going to be a bloodbath, and it's going to be embarrassing for Central Michigan. It should be embarrassing for Central Michigan, and, and hopefully Notre Dame's able to pour it on enough that the administration decides to maybe pump the brakes and, and rethink this McElwain thing and get in a coach that, for one, isn't like Troy McClure and gets an erection every time that he sees something with gills, but then also is hungry and wants it, not a guy who's looking for a contract and just happy to have a job. So if, if you're betting on this game, uh, my picks weren't in the last time. Take Notre Dame by a million. I don't expect to see Sam Hartman in the second half. Hopefully Kenny Minchie can throw a touchdown. Fire up, go chips. I I don't know. Uh, I think that fire's out.